Welcome to Just a Jew in the College, a podcast geared towards empowering and inspiring Jewish college students. I'm Dossie Van, a sophomore at the University of Florida. I've realized that between trying to live an authentic Jewish lifestyle on campus, strengthening your campus community, and setting yourself up for success in your studies and career, there are so many challenges that Jewish students are facing. My goal in putting these conversations on the air is to not just highlight these challenges, but the ways in which students across the country are overcoming them or making the most out of it. I hope that Bezrat Hashem, we could all gain some chizuk and support through these conversations. Thank you so much to Ellie Cadron for joining me on this episode. Ellie is a soon-to-be graduate of Northeastern University. During his time as a student, he successfully led a campaign to get the IHRA definition passed by Northeastern student government, led a Jewish pride campaign after the mezuzah of the Hillel was vandalized, was president of the Israel Club and of Chabad while also being a member of student government. He co-founded Rimon, a student-led movement reimagining Israel education on campus, and he has been a Yavna on campus fellow for four years. I met Eli very briefly when he shared his Northeastern campus minion story at a Yavna Shabbaton at the beginning of the year. I thought it was an incredible story and was very grateful that he wanted to share his story on this podcast. And even though it was my second time hearing it, it was really interesting to go more in depth into why it is so special to have a minion on campus and how Northeastern pulled it off. So let's bring him in. Can you talk more about why you chose the school you're going to? Yeah, so I think from the previous episodes, my answer will be very different because I didn't pick the school at all because of the Jewish community. This was something that at the time when I was applying to college, I couldn't care less about. As long as I knew that there was a Hillel or a Chabad and that I would be able to go to Shabbat dinner once in a while, it was really not something that really mattered for me. And I was actually supposed to go to uh, UT Austin in Texas, which has a very small Jewish community, especially like Orthodox community. And then last minute, I decided to go to Yeshiva. And so while in Yeshiva, I reapplied to college because I was an international student, so I couldn't defer. And so when I reapplied to schools, I applied to Northeastern because I really like Boston. I really like the program and Northeastern is a co-op school. So like we have to do internships while we're studying, which was something I really liked. And it was a very international school, which is something that as an international student was very important for me. And I had heard that there was a nice Jewish community, but at the, at the time when I applied, like it was really not part of my thought process whatsoever. I actually want to ask because a couple episodes ago, we had my friend Valerie, who's also an international student, and she goes to Franklin and Marshall College, where a big reason why she chose there isn't that they simply have a big international population, but rather they give a lot of financial aid for, or it's actually one of the only places that really gives financial aid to international students. Is that something similar where you're at, or is it different situation? No, not at all. I'm in a very different situation because I've been here for nine years. I actually have a green card. So officially I count as a regular student. The first year I applied to college, I was still fully international, but like now for the past few years, I've been like technically an American college student, but I still feel like a very international student, even though I have a green card. 
So can you tell us about your expectations going into Northeastern? Did your experience when you got there match those or was it very different than what you thought it would be? So I think it's important to give a bit more context. I come from a family, like a classic Belgian Jewish family, very traditional, but like not religious at all. Like for me, like keeping Shabbat was like something that rabbis would do, but like not something that like a normal person would do. Then when I was in Florida, I got involved with NCSY and that's where started learning much more about Judaism and started getting really excited about being Jewish. And so little by little, I started, uh, I started wearing my kippah at one point. That's why like when I applied to college, like, I couldn't care less about all these things because even though senior year, I was already wearing kippah, like I didn't keep kosher at all. Like I didn't keep Shabbat. Like I didn't really care about all these things. Then, like, last minute, uh, I decided to go to Alorita uh, in Jerusalem. And so while being there, like, obviously, like, in a year, I changed a lot. I went from not keeping Shabbat to keeping Shabbat. Same thing with kosher and same thing with a lot of other things. But so because of that and because when I decided to commit to Northeastern, I cared already a bit more, but not that much. Like, my expectations in terms of the Jewish community, I didn't have that much expectations. Like, I had spoken once to the rabbi who had basically made me understood that it would be very hard for like a yeshiva student to be at Northeastern because obviously it's not known as a top destination after yeshiva. A lot has changed since then, but so my expectations were just that like there would be a nice Jewish community and that hopefully I would be able to continue keeping Shabbat and that I would make the most out of it. So what does it actually look like in general now? I mean, it sounds like you've been there for five years now, so... I'm sure things have possibly changed over time, but what did it look like when you got there? So when it got there, there was no minyan. There was nothing happening on Saturday. No services on campus, no Shabbat lunch. Students that wanted to have something on Saturday would go to uh, BU, Boston University, which is not too far. But then in terms of like at Northeastern, when I got there, we had like small Shabbat dinners at like the Chabad, bigger Shabbat dinners at the Hillel. Like, and when I say bigger, obviously it's nothing compared to UF. Like a big Shabbat dinner at Northeastern is like 80 students. So it's like obviously very different. Like at the time, a big Shabbat dinner at Chabad was like 40 students. Like when they got 40 students at a Shabbat dinner, like that was like a mega Shabbat at the time. When I got there, there was like no communication or not much happening between Hilal and Chabad. It was really like the community was like, I'm either part of Hilal, I'm either part of Chabad. That's kind of uh, how it was. Uh, it was a nice community, but there was not much happening, especially for like more practicing Jews. So the general Jewish population, is it much smaller at Northeastern or is it still one of those schools where you have a couple thousand Jewish students? If I remember correctly, I think according to the Hillel, there's like 1,300 Jews at Eastern, according to the Chabad. And I would say that there's probably uh, around 900 Jews. So it's actually like when you think about it in terms of percentage, it's a very high. There's 900 Jews, but I would say that now today, like, yeah, I would be comfortable saying that like 300 Jews that like at least once a month attend one Jewish event, which is like a pretty high number for a community that like out of those like 900 Jews, there's maybe like six Jews that keep Shabbat today. For the size of the community and uh, I guess the composition in terms of like different denomination of the community, it's a very active. 
You mentioned at the beginning of that there wasn't originally a minion at your campus. You were actually a big part in starting a minion at your campus, right? Yes. So when I got on campus, first person I met on campus was the Chabad Rabbi. I just wanted to know what was happening. And also I got on campus on a Friday, so I needed to know what were the plans for Shabbat that day. And while speaking with him, I was like, oh, and is there a, I knew that there was no minion on campus, obviously, because there were like, at the time when I got on campus, like there were only three Jews that like kept Shabbat. So I had assumed that like there wasn't a minion. And so I had asked if there was one nearby and the rabbi told me that like, there was a minion 20 minutes away that was every morning at 7 a.m. It is important to mention that I'm someone that cannot get out of bed early and that does not want to get out of bed early, especially because my first year, I never had class before 11 a.m. So there was no way on earth whatsoever that I would wake up any morning at 6 a.m., especially in Boston when it's super cold in the winter, to go to me. And so I, right away, I told the rabbi, I was like, so I started meeting on campus and let's do it at like, I don't know, 8, 8.30, whatever works for everyone. And the rabbi kind of just laughed. Yeah, sure. Like, let's start a minion. Like, who are we going to have at that minion? And I was like, mm, what? there's like a thousand Jews. I'm sure we can get 10. And he kind of just laughed and was like, yeah, sure. Then Shabbat happened. And on Saturday, uh, we went to uh, Chabad of BU. And I, I told the Chabad, the Chabad rabbi of BU, I asked him why there was no minion at BU, which has like a big Orthodox community. And he just told me like, uh, oh, you know, it's students, students are lazy, students have commitment, this and that. And so I was like, all right, in a week or two, let's start a minion at Northeastern for BU and Northeastern students. And he also laughed. He was like, yeah, you just started. You don't know what you're dealing with. Like, this is not going to happen. But if you want to try once, sure, I'll come. So no one really believed that it could happen. I didn't believe that much in it either at that point. When like two Chabad rabbis tell you that it's impossible to get a minion, it means it's impossible. Because if there's two if there's two people that can get you a minion, it's definitely Chabad rabbis. But so then I remember that Rabbi Shulman, uh, who was teaching at Oraita, had told me about the Siavne program and that they were just giving funding to students to do programs on campus. So I called Rabbi Shulman. I was like, listen, I want to start a minion. Everybody's telling me it's impossible. It's not going to happen. Maybe it's not going to work, but let's try for a few days. And even if it works just for a few days, at least like a few extra people would have wrapped spell in for a little bit. And Rabbi Shulman being Rabbi Shulman was just like, oh yeah, you can totally do it. Easy peasy. Let me know what you need. I can help you with whatever you need. If you need funding for breakfast, if you need this, if you need flyers, whatever, I'll help you. So asked him for some help with uh, getting breakfast because I knew like that would be something that would help me get some people. And so, yeah, and just like some people would run for election at school, I ran a, a major campaign to get people to come to Minyan and so that I could prove the two Chabad rabbis wrong. So I had made memes. I would post on every group chat. I would text people, like every big campaign to get people to come to Minyan. So the first day we actually, uh, if I remember correctly, the first day we had 10 people. And I was like, so happy. Like, I was like, okay, this is going to work. I'm going to prove everyone wrong. And Northeastern is going to have a minion forever. And then the next day, obviously, there were maybe like five people. And I was like, all right, let's see how it goes. At worst case, like, at least we tried. And then, yeah, we started like on a Tuesday or Wednesday. So I don't know, like Thursday, same, around the same thing, maybe six people. And I was like, you know what? Let's try one last time. Let's try Friday. 
So again, I wanted to prove everyone wrong. So on Thursday night, I texted, I don't know, I probably texted 50 people that they were the 10 person for Minion. And most of them didn't even know what it means to be the 10 person. So I would just tell them like, it's a very important thing. Like it's a big honor, like you can help the community. And so on Friday, we had like maybe like 25 guys at Minion at Northeastern, which was like unheard of, just so crazy. From there, it just like, continued going and it has been going now for the past three or four years yeah for yeah the past four years now going into its fifth year uh that we have minion pretty much every morning at northeastern and so we started uh, with monday to friday and after a semester it was very tough for me like shabbat on campus was very tough for me because pretty much no one kept shabbat i would just be so bored on saturday i would go to bu in the morning and then i would just like wait for shabbat to be over pretty much and so I told the Chabad Rabbi, I was like, oh, let's try to start on Saturday. If we have 10 people during the week, we must be able to get 10 people on Saturday. And him and the Chabad president at the time were like, no, like everybody wants to sleep on Saturday. It's not going to work. And I was like, you told me the same thing during the week. We'll make it work. And so we started doing it on Saturday. And now like we have like an awesome community on Saturday with like a minion every morning and then like Kiddush at the rabbi's house. And it used to be like that. Like it used to be that people would come to Minyan, then to the Kiddush at the rabbi's house. And then people would just go back to their regular Saturday plans. But then now little by little, like people have been like hanging out like pretty much the entire Shabbat at the rabbi, playing board games with the children, playing board games among ourselves. And like, there's actually like two or three students now that I can think of that have started keeping Shabbat since they've been at Northeastern because they've just like really been enjoying like being part of a community on Saturday. A couple months ago, we had a Shabbaton. It was like a UF Florida-wide Chabad Shabbaton. And the rabbi from Texas A&M, he brought 12 of his students, I think in a van or something. They came all the way from Texas for a Florida Shabbaton. I started asking him about it, like, how come you guys sponsor this transportation for your students to come here? And he tells me how he's been where he's been for probably 20-ish years. And when he started there, that none of the students were Shomer Shabbat. And he really just tried to give them some sort of Shabbos atmosphere. And over time, like, you know, the, the students would come and they'd play board games with each other. And just having that atmosphere that allowed them over time to be more interested and then you know, one by one, more students, and obviously it's no one, no one staying there for 20 years, you know, these things like cycle in and out, but more students start to keep Shabbos and then they, they're like, yeah, we really love this atmosphere and let's keep creating it for others. And it's definitely a big thing that the more you create and the more that people can experience, the more that can really come out of that. I know that with the Minion at my school's campus, it is starting to pick up a little, thank God. And I've noticed that most of the people there, they probably have never regularly attended a Minion. They probably barely ever attended a Minion anyway before even coming to college. And all of a sudden, now that they've had the privilege of davening with a Minion 10 times or something this semester, maybe like 20 times, people who hadn't davened with a Minion are starting to post in the chat, hey, can we get a Minion tonight from Minchamarib, you know? <laughs> And it's like, it's like, once you give people that experience, there's so much that could come out of it. 
yeah, like for me, like even like I can share from my personal experience, like as I said at the beginning, like for me, like the idea of keeping Shabbat and I don't know, keeping kosher and everything was like the rabbi's thing. Like it wasn't like something that I would ever do. Like when I found out that one of my best friends in Florida kept Shabbat, like I was like, wow, that's so weird. And so, yeah, I think like college is really like an incredible, like there is definitely a lot of bad stuff on college campuses, like, and we that's like a, the long lasting debate of is college good is college bad is college good for the jewish community whatever like there's a lot of good and bad but i think like one of the beauties of everyone's time on college campus is that you can really like try new things you can really get out of your comfort zone and so when i see like yeah as you said like at uf or like when i see other like yavne fellows like creating like those incredible programs that give like opportunities to like Jewish students that may have been less into their Judaism or less connected or have never even heard of what it means to be in Shabbat, that, like, they finally have this opportunity to, like, really feel, like, how amazing it is to keep Shabbat. Like, it's just so beautiful. So, obviously, adding a minion on campus is a big thing in terms of Jewish infrastructure, which we talk about a lot. But can you tell us some of the effects it's had on the overall community? Yeah, you can ask the rabbi or people that have been there like me for the past five years. Having a minion on campus completely changed the game for the Jewish community because you have this group of around, I would say like 20 guys and girls that like are going to show up to minion on a pretty regular basis. So like those people like really get to know each other. We get breakfast every day together. We hang out together. Like people that have class at 11 just stay there and just hang out together. And so in that way, you have all these students that like maybe would have never interacted before because it's a senior and a freshman, a sophomore and this, and he's studying engineering and he's studying like British literature. I don't know. And uh, so it has really like created this core community of students that are really connected to each other, but also students that really care about Judaism on campus and really care about the community and also something that uh, I mentioned at the beginning when I go on campus like the Hillel and Chabad like there was not much happening between the two and like people were kind of like oh I'm either Hillel or I'm Chabad so like when I started Dominion like that was also very important for me like I wanted it to be like a northeastern minion not a Chabad minion not a Hillel minion so what I decided to do was that Dominion would be held at the Hillel house because they have a synagogue but it would be led by the Chabad rabbi. It's like a little detail, but because of that, like you had students both from Hillel and both from Chabad that started showing up to that minion. So also it created more connection between the two Jewish communities in some way to turn it into one community. And then, yeah, once you have that committed group of like 20, 25 students that like show up pretty much every morning or once in a while to Minion and that they're the ones that are like care about the community, then they're the ones that will get more people to Shabbat dinners, more people to events. I'm very involved with Chabad. So like I can see that like even the size of the board of Chabad and like the attendance at events and at Shabbat dinners has gone up like so much. And one of the reasons, it's definitely not the only factor but like the minion has played a big part in really like strengthening and growing our community right so we've spoken a lot about this kind of spiraling effect but i wanted to pinpoint something because minion is typically something that is very male focused 
And it sounds like it could have a big effect and kind of like snowball and becoming at certain campuses. First, we started Minion and now we have some sort of thing going on Shabbos Day. But where exactly do the girls come into play with this? And how is it growing the overall community and not simply just the boy portion of it? So that was actually like the best part of the Minion at Northeastern is that from the beginning, we had girls showing up every single morning. Not only people didn't think we would have 10 guys, but not only did we have 10 guys, there used to be a time we had four girls that would come every morning. Like at Northeastern, it, 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 I don't even know how to explain, but it's just like insane. Like it just makes no sense whatsoever. And so like, that's something that uh, for me was very important that the girls that would come to me and didn't feel like they were just put on the side and that they didn't matter. Cause like, yeah, obviously every day we needed to make sure we attend the next day. And obviously we were only counting guys, but like, for me, it was very important and it should be important for everyone that girls feel also like they matter as part of our minion. So that's something that I've always put like a lot of emphasis on. And so, and so, yeah, like on Saturday, for example, like sometimes we have like, yeah, we have like seven girls, for example, uh, which is like huge for Northeastern and super exciting. And I think that says a lot about the community that we're really able to build that like, yes, obviously we need 10 guys for Minion and like, we really need 10 guys. But then like, once we have those 10 guys, everyone is part of the Minion in some way. Like then when we have breakfast all together, like it's just like one big group all together and same thing on Saturday. So yeah, I hope that answered uh, the question. Yeah, it's really interesting. I feel like on a lot of campuses, because it could be so hard to find 10 boys, the emphasis really does become on the boys. But you bring up a really good point that like, once you have those 10 boys, then everyone is part of the minion everybody's answering a main and you know there isn't the same distinction at that point that there is when you're counting or not counting um, but... <laughs> yeah no i was just gonna add like yeah that's something also like this has been like a, a struggle especially at the beginning when we started like i would argue like all the time was like there were at the time two other people i would say two other students that would like really care about actually having a minion for me, it was never about having a minion. Like, I don't, I, I didn't care and I still don't care today if we have 10 guys the next morning. For me, like personally, whether we have eight guys or 12 guys, like, I don't really care. Obviously, especially like the day we read the Torah, like, I would love if we have 10. But if we don't, like, for me, like, it's, and it's always still today, we have this debate, like, that sometimes if we don't have 10, people are like, oh, then there's no point of coming. So that's something that I've always emphasized. Like, even if we had like, four guys and uh and then like um we give her a shout out in case she listens to the podcast like sarah used to be used to come to minion every morning and like she would text me like checking if there's a, a minion tomorrow and i would say no and she was like oh okay i don't think i'll come then and i was like no you therefore you have to come like it doesn't matter like you're part of the minion we're all in this together and so yeah i think that's like also very important when uh when thinking of like starting a minion on smaller college campuses where there's a smaller Jewish community, like I remember hearing about, uh, yeah, at the last Yavne Shabbaton, like a Yavne fellow was telling me that like, he was like getting very frustrated because he wants to start a minion, but like, it's very hard to get 10 guys. And also like people like don't want to wake up too early. Like 
at the end of the day, like, I guess it depends on the person, but I think if you want to make a difference in your community and if you're in a community where like, it's already very hard to like have a minion, you have to work with it. You have to play with it. Like if everybody prefers to have a minion at like 10 a.m. on Saturday, but it's after Kriya Shema or whatever, like say Shema before or like make it work. You have two options. Either you're not going to have a minion and you'll just dive in by yourself. Or you can have a minion, but like you'll start it later. So I think like those are all the things that you need to think about when starting a minion on campus, especially in smaller communities. So there's a lot of different methods used on different campuses that the boys do to kind of organize the minion. Like you said, people text you sometimes and ask if there's a minion the next day. And a lot of students have figured out ways to figure that out in advance. Um, is there anything specific that you, you've, you've used over the years? Yeah. So at the beginning we used the Facebook poll, uh, like we had a Facebook messenger group chat and there was like a poll every, every afternoon I would like post a poll just saying, are you coming tomorrow? And like options, yes and no. And then Facebook decided to get rid of the poll option on Facebook messenger. So it used to be like just a group chat was like everybody texting, but like just like every Jewish group chat, like while the main focus is Dominion, like everybody needs to share like a million other things in that group chat. So it was like a big mess. And then at one point we tried, uh, we had a whole system of like a spreadsheet that people would sign up for the week on specific days and all of that. But like the problem is that things come up and people forget to like, remove themselves so like that didn't really work now whatsapp has added polls uh, recently so that's how we've been doing it uh, since they added that option we have a whatsapp group chat that is like open to the entire community whoever wants to join is obviously more than welcome to join just as usual like every day after minion so we actually do it right after minion so we can actually already get like as many people that are right there in the room to like answer the poll and say that they're coming tomorrow. And uh, and yeah, that has worked really well because it's a good way to like right away keep track of who's coming. Everybody can see how many people are, are coming. And uh, and uh, and yeah, it, it has worked really well. I actually heard from a different campus over at University of Central Florida the other day that they do like the exact same thing. They use the WhatsApp poll. Oh, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that was the last question. Thank you so much again, Ellie, for doing this. Do you have any last remarks or anything you would like to leave the listeners with? Well, first, thank you so much for for this very nice conversation. I'm looking forward to uh, continuing uh, listening to uh, the weekly podcast and what students are up to on different campuses. Um, My main advice, be a proud Jew. It's like so awesome to be a Jew be proud of it like there's definitely a lot of challenges on campuses these days with anti-semitism or just like being a practicing jew comes with its own challenges but at the end of the day like remember uh, that uh, you know why you're doing what you're doing you know how gishmak it is to be a yid so be proud to be a yid amen okay thank you so much thank you It was so nice to have Ellie join me for this episode, but that's not the end. 
Each one of you are navigating college in your own way and have so much you could give to others. I look forward to continuing this dialogue with our next guest, and if you would like to come on the show, please reach out to me through the email in the show description. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you could take something away. Until next time, Emir to Hashem on Just a Jew in the College.